0: Today is Sunday, uh, February 12th, 2023. It's been a difficult Shabbat, I need not elaborate, two brothers, six and eight, a young Chatan, also a Chassidah I saw a picture of him with a shdrimel, uh, 20 years of age, and no end in sight, people injured, the father of the two boys, and you have to pray to the Rebbeinah Shaloleim to have Rachmanes on us. Give our leaders strength and give the army koach el yonah. Okay, regarding the uh, interview with Rabbi Meiselman, I will say something because everyone is telling me that he claims the Rav changed his mind about Zionism in his later years. So I want to tell you the following story, and I think it uh, resolves all issues, what the reality is. This is an absolute true story. I lived it at the moment, and uh, the family spoke with me about it afterwards. In the mid-70s, President Shazar uh, established an award for Machanchim and Chutzlaretz who do their best to keep the Jewish people going. And that year they decided to award it to the Rav. The Rav at that point already, as you know, was not able to travel, old age, ill health, widowed, and he asked his children, Rabarin and Tova, to accept the award for him. Family went to the President's Palace, was a whole presentation, and now they are left with a check, whatever it was, 18,000, 36,000 uh, lira, and uh, they did not know what to do with the check. They called the Rav in Boston and told him about the beautiful affair, the beautiful words that President Shazar said, and what should they do with the check. The Rav told them to sign it over to Mechaz Yeshivat Bnei Akiva in Tel Aviv. He told them exactly where they're located. I happen to know where the office was. It was right next to the Bnei Akiva office, in Tel Aviv, and uh, whatever the reasons were, part of the Russian involvement stemmed around that office, because Ayyek Kroll, who headed up this division in the Mossad, had also been the head of Bnei Akiva at one point, and at times we would meet in the Bnei Akiva office, and uh, they signed the check over to Mecca's yeshivat, Bnei Akiva. I rest my case. Okay, uh, on a lighter note, the beautiful email, um, which is life. If you recall, we dedicated this year last Sunday in memory of Miriam Baumel, mother of Zach, and uh, Steve, Dr. Steve Collender writes to me, Dear Rebbe, I was certain to hear about the passing of Mrs. Baumel. all shalom. In my mind, I still see her as a 37-year-old woman, my art teacher at Eitzchayim in Borough Park in 1968. Everyone loved her. So I passed this letter on to my uh, children. Everyone knew Miriam D'Amel, but we knew her, you know, in the tragic years, and the later years, but she always kept her spirit going and uh, it's a beautiful thought, and I have a lot of great Torah to say on this, that at times we have to let time stand still. This is why a Rebbe can't afford to live in three different eras. He has to live in the three at once. The past has to be as meaningful as the future as you're in the present. And that's a beautiful letter that supports my thinking. Uh, Rabbi Moshe Katz, your friend from Chicago... So uh, he, he felt that he was downgrading nevotic. Remember, I, I told you, he told a good story that uh, Raputna said, you can't be nevotic in America because if you go into a, uh, let's say, a, a grocery and ask for nails, they'll have nails. It's not like in Europe. So, all right, I don't think he was ground-dated It's just a comment on life has changed. But... Um, Rav Mesha sent me a link to the Rav, the Marks of Fiyam Kippur based upon the teachings of Moriah Rebbe Rav Soloveitchik. Page 325. Look at it. And there the Rav tells the following story. I heard this in person. I, I heard it not in person. I heard it via uh, a tape from Manny Holsa. It was, if I'm not mistaken, at a In it And, and the Rav told the following story uh, in his memoir the doctor, he's talking about a doctor who survived World War II the doctor wrote of a group of yeshiva students along with their rush yeshiva followers of the Mursa school of Nevada who were imprisoned along with him at night upon their return to the barracks these yeshiva students would sit on the ground <coughs> with the, the rush yeshiva and recite from the depths I have called upon you, Hashem. Witnessing this scene the doctor wrote in his memoir, this is in uh, Latvia, if I'm not mistaken, he's under the Communists. Witnessing this scene the doctor wrote in his memoir, that he would give up his very life to have the faith to recite psalms under such circumstances. The uniqueness of the Jew is the ability to perceive God's presence even in terrible conditions. And uh, Rabbi Moshe Katz once, this gives you a better picture of Novartic. I don't think the first uh, quote from Rabbi hutner was necessarily negative but this certainly gives you a better picture of robotics. Now, a quote on the contemporary scene. Again, I don't know if you're aware of the explosion that just took place um, this weekend. Rav Shmuel Eliyahu came out with an article in Olam Katan, one of the... Let's do the best we can at Let's do the best we can under the circumstances. Sorry, put it down. Maybe rest it on. on. Uh. Oh. Two hands are better than one, okay. All right, it's going to fall over. Leave it, leave it. Ah, I can manage. Okay. So, the uh, Eliyahu has an article. <speaking in Hebrew> helps the idea from God because of their mistreatment of the Israeli people, of the state of Israel, of the Jewish people. There's been a big outcry. Many have asked me my own feeling, including Ralph Grunstein and others. And I'll answer you with a simple story out of my life, 1,000% true. And looking at the audience in front of me, I'm not on the screen, but on the audience in front of me, uh, I'm facing BMT, three different eras. You'll like the story. 1973, we're in Rehova Babinell, And they're two popular teachers. One is named uh, Aaron Rakefet, and the other one is Rav uh, David Chai. uh, What's his last name? I believe it was Kohen. Am I right? Uh, No, not not Rav Brenner. Rav David Chai. He was married to Rav Leis granddaughter. Yeah, married to Rav Suva's granddaughter, Ba- Batya, if I'm not mistaken with the names. Dina, no, he was married to Dina, not to Batya. Rab David Chai Cohen. that's the name that registers with me. Uh, do you remember that name? It's yeah, sep- it was in my year. Not here. Anyway, I this, 77, he's 77. a very big rough today in uh, Batyam. He's the Svatik rough of Batyam. He's very well known in Merkha's circles. So the war breaks out and... You know, all all of us are caught up in a situation we never dreamt about before. All right, I was already in Israel four years, but the student body was all Anglos. And here uh, it was a frightening experience, to say the least, until today. I don't know how we survived. It's just Yad Hashem and the price we paid. And the Rav David Chai is bringing lectures and sources that Mashiach will be here shortly. This is Mohemmed Gogu Magog, and he's the most popular teacher imaginable. And uh, students were asking me, and I told them, "Look, I'll hear what he's saying. but I say, you know, to go out on a limb like that, uh, I'm not certain we have to wait and see. And uh, I was not, my answers <coughs> were not so popular. Uh, six months later, a year later, uh, who was the more popular Rebbe? Gogu may or may not happen. The Sheik certainly wasn't here yet. And that whole messianic fervor, uh, when you let down afterwards, I need not tell you the whole story of Shapte Svi. So uh, I, I would advise, not that Rav Shmuel Elio is asking for my advice, but uh, I would advise people, keep Sheh Rachman al lamali That's why, let's see, let's be patient, and let's do whatever we can to help. Uh, You've got to give all the credit to the uh, unit that was sent from Israel. They have saved on to 20 lives already. That's not a small matter one life is equal to a world Mishnah in Sanhedrin okay, one other point I want to make before I come back to kishet uh, nashim shaving etc um, I want to thank my dear Talmud Rabbi Nachum uh, Shmaiyahu Zayens although he spells it uh he opened my eyes to something interesting that, if you recall, I mentioned that people were worried about the date line. They're talking about the whole Shanghai story. So it came up again. Uh, my student, Rabbi Dr. Mark Shapiro, gave a lecture, and he's also talking about the uh, students who didn't want to travel on the date line. Anyway, it comes out that we're talking about a whole new incident that happened. Not going to Kobe, Japan, but later when the Jews were already in the ghetto in Shanghai, so it turns out that in Canada they got permission for, a, a, I think 18 or something, you can read all the details, they got permission for them to come to Canada. In order to go to Canada, they had to go from Shanghai to Kobe, the boat, and, and from Kobe the boat sailed for Canada. It involved going before Yom Kippur, shanghai had no dateline problem kobe did 11 Mira students didn't go the boat sailed with 11 empty seats this was endless money put in collected to arrange it and one of the factors the main factor i would say i mean they're giving a teretz from baba that they Mira wanted to be united for yom kippur boy, if I was there, I would have pushed them onto the boat, Balchachia, New Amein. And the Lebavich the sixth Rebbe, there was room for a number of uh Chassidim had the right to go. He told them, get on that boat. But it just strengthens what Reb Henich told me, that the consideration of Yom Kippur was a factor. And Reb told me, and no one can tell me Differently, there were students in Vilna. Could be not mere. Others, according to Rabbi I understood them to mean to mean That didn't get out before Yom Kippur because they wanted a way to wait till after Sukkot. By then, it was too late, and they became kabarnat. Okay, I thank uh, Rabbi uh, Zions for opening my eyes, interesting incident, and he sent me links. You can get the archives online, and you can see the tension, the people in Canada. They were Meis and Nefesh, and 11 places on a boat at a time like that are left empty. Wow. All right, let's come back here. We have a very interesting Shia today. Uh, and the the, the, great, the greatest part of the Shia centers around Rebbe Chiyo Yaakov Weinberg. And as we said last Monday and the Monday before, and as we will say tomorrow in the Shia, Be'ezrat Hashem, Rebbe Chiyo Yaakov Weinberg was unique. Uh, here Here is a man who was so multi-dexterous, so multi-faceted. And as I mentioned, Rebbe Ramaba Weingart, what he has published there's a world, a world. And what's amazing is he was a master of many different styles of writing. He could write, as you will see shortly, Chuvatla Halacha, no different than Ravaja Yosef, no different than Radmasha Feinstein, no different than Gidolei Hameshivim. He could write on the history of Torah, and the Muslim movement, on Rabbi Khan, and hundreds of pages. A a, a total academic scholar analyzing uh, what Musa was about, what the Litvish Yeshivat were about. He could write uh, on, on scientific Torah topics like a total university personality. He was a very unique individual. Now, let me... Let, let me just show you, I have a world I want to accomplish today and end off the topic, and uh, if Rabbi Plesky, I see I don't think he's online, but I want him to know that we're going to get to a story that will remind us of Philadelphia, where we come from. Now, uh, the Plesk and the Varim is, one word there makes this question very very important and I would say very tense. And this is one of the few times that the Torah calls a sin to evat. We have this with what's going on now with the vogue generation that the that and you hear the word all the time Va. Here we have again To'eva. Now, what does it mean? So you see, this pasuk, it, it, you can interpret it one of two ways, and this is basic machotit ketrishanim. One way simply means lotulbash, that the very act of dressing up and a man making believe he's a woman and a woman making believe he's a man. And if you read what's going on in some of the states now with, uh, with, with the high schools and, and the students and a, and a, a, a girl of 13, they, told, they converted her to a male <laughs> and told her not to tell her parents. These are Mamish murderers, murderers before our eyes and sanctioned by, by what has taken over the, the New York Times, etc., and uh, so, the very act of dressing, cross-dressing, that itself is a toiva. Or you can limp shot, you're right, there's a love and cross-dressing, but the whole prohibition is because it can lead to illicit acts. And this is, obviously, when you have a shayla and halacha, if it doesn't lead to illicit acts, as we'll see, it could be you can be more lenient. Now... On this question that we've spent a few weeks already, the longest shiva ever written was written by Rabbi Thiel Yaakov Weinberg. And I want to give you the source. And here again, I have to caution you. Whenever I cite the Sri um, I have to tell you whether the first edition or the second edition. Tomorrow I'm going to deal with the first edition. I tried to find it in the second edition, and I was not successful. I know there's a conversion shot, but I couldn't find it. And the person I would want to ask, uh, Rebav Ramaba, is in France right now teaching Torah. What I'm citing now is from the second edition, and and there's they're completely different. Rebav Ramaba, in the second edition, added material. And totally, you see, the original 3DH came out, what was available? It was more chronological than organized according to topics. In the second edition, Rabav Ramaba, my dear friend, totally organized it systematically. So I'm quoting from Shelton to Sri 3DH, Chotza'a Shniyya, Chelet Bet Yoredeya, and it's Simon Mem Aleph, and it's many, many pages of one shiva. Look what I'm holding in my hand. There's no one else that has written that, as far as I know, such detail on this question. And uh, it's fascinating, the questions from 1944, written from Monterey, written from Switzerland, and um, he said, "Many people have come to me, and people whose hair turned white early, and they look much older than they really are. The Is he allowed to dye his hair? Now." You see, what's involved, the Shidduch problem is only one part of it. But there's another part of it which is very re- relevant today. What is the problem? When people hire, they look for someone young. In other words, if if, if taking over dregs hashgacha, you have to learn the inner workings and the ingredients and the factory and the people. So uh, the Balabas and Drakes is going to say to the OU, we want a man in his 30s. We'll teach him the ropes, but we want to have him around 30, 40 years. You follow? This is, this is the thinking. Now, it may not actually apply in Hashdachah because it could be the general knowledge and understanding you can switch from uh, Dugan's to Drake's. Uh, if, you, if you recall Dugan's, I don't know. I'll, I'll love a Shalom. <coughs> But uh, but generally, you take let's say an accountant, for an accountancy firm, a law firm. Uh, they're looking for someone younger. They're looking for someone. They want to get twenty, thirty years out of him. Uh, the army. I don't have to tell you. Uh, I, I, in my time, I did basic. I think I'm the only one in this building uh, from the faculty who did basic training. Why? Because. It was a, Right after the, before the Yom War, they didn't take Americans. The State Department objected. After the Yom War, they took everyone. But even then, they had to have a cutoff. The cutoff was 39 years of age. So, it, they started drafting 74. I did basic 76. So, Alan, you'll ask why two years? They had to wait till the group formed in your age bracket. Do you follow? They, they kept on calling me up, and then I kept on getting a beetle, a beetle. Finally, it's the real McCoy. And and but the army will uh, buffer. Why don't they? Because they, they work with a certain viewpoint. That first of all, you're young, you have more strength. Secondly, if they're going to put in the effort to train you, they want twenty, thirty years out of you. And and I can understand what's happening here. When you look to old, imagine you come into the office, you're you're thirty-five and you're all white, you look like you're 50, they're not interested, and this today with, with people losing their jobs, so if you're young enough, you can retrain, but if you're in your f- late 50s, early 60s, they're going to laugh at you, right? even if you retrain, so what, two years, three years, I want someone 20, 30 years, so this is a real shy left. Now, uh, he deals with many of the sources we mentioned and brings more. I'll, I'll highlight. If you recall last week, we dealt with the Sefer Hasidim. Sefer Hasidim, until today, we don't have a single authoritative edition. It could be we'll never have an authoritative edition. because You see, with the Kitve Yad, there's always the problem of the copyists. People copy. People make mistakes. Uh, y- y- if you recall, there was a game we played as, uh, as a kids, Telephone. So how did Telephone work? We, uh, w- we would be in uh, Bnei Kiva, and uh, you'd start passing a message on, on this side of the room, and before you know it, till it got to the end of the room, the message that you pass, four or five words were changed. When you talk about kit veyad, everyone copying, it's inevitable that there shouldn't be mistakes. That's one part of it. A second part is, you know, this morning I had an incident with Yomo. I'm dictating an, an, to a guy in Borough Park who, uh, who's complaining about the, the behavior of, of... Oh, you should have seen the letter, and he has endless complaints about the behavior of our Jews... And uh, I, I wanted to write to him two words that uh, one point, you're right, I've seen so many people lower lane who go through stop signs. And I was once so embarrassed, I'm walking with a, a a friend of mine, my age, from Woodmere, and we come to the corner, we couldn't believe our eyes. A guy right through, another guy right through. Wow. So, all right, we have complaints, but don't loose i don't know don't get hysterical over it you understand there are limits what we can do what we can accomplish so you're censored me the other one says it's and horror. how can you write what and horror? i mean it's uh. but okay you don't know what the copyist may have done to the text you follow guy is copying and he wants to add what he thinks you have this all the time, for instance, in, in the Gemara, where they attributed, well, this was not in the original Gemara. This comes later, uh, the, the Savraim, before the Goinim, when they were copying the text. Someone added a few lines. You have it in the Rashbam. Uh, it, it, many times in the Rashbam, someone already said, "I right, it's not Rashi, it's the Rashbam. He'll add on, an, another pshat that he'll... Uh, you, yeah, and th- this is the problem. Oh, also added to the the time. Guy, the, the, so, the, time and again, this is a problem. From an academic point of view, And Bernard Revel in my time, Professor Weiss would play with it, I, I don't know in Barilat, I don't know what goes on today, but you're never going to be certain. So now coming back to the Sefer Chassidim that we quoted last week, Sir Rebichiel Yaakov says, look, in the Sefer Chassidim, what's the story that uh, this g- uh, elderly guy who has a white beard is told that there's this woman, uh, nice, and by the way, they use the word Jaffa, nice looking. She's interested in you. So first of all, you see right away that looks so important. In other words, we have nothing to be ashamed of that this, the way God created the world, the man, the Gemara, and here you see, she's interested in you. So, he, so they suggest to him, dye your beard, you should look younger. And, and it's fascinating. What does she say? Doesn't say it's asa. Imagine some would say to you, "Eat the bus of a Some would say to you, "Do this subject." You would say right away, "What am I, a sinner?" Doesn't say it's wrong. What does she say? I I, I I don't want to mislead her. So, so, right away you see that perhaps there's room Hakel. If you're not misleading, that it's not in itself an isa. Uh, that's one comment on this uh, from the Sefer Fratinh you see the kula That and, and and see and there there you can take the shot that the whole concept of flotilbas is if it leads to an indecent act, if it leads to Toleva. But the fact that you dye your beard unto itself is not a Torei It's it's open either way. Uh, Okay, now. uh, Then there's another factor. And this we also quoted, and it's very important. Uh, The Tosfat and Shabbos, Tafnun bet, And there in the the Gemara and Shabbos, it's talking about cleaning off... uh, I, 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 I don't know how to exactly interpret it in English, but let's say something falls on your foot and your hand and you want to clean it off. Well, women are makmakpida to walk around after be clean, etc. For a man, perhaps this is to bash, maybe it's forbidden. So Taishva says that if it causes you to be seen like this in public then Bumokum Sa Rabbanan now this opens up the other side of the issue and that's what I showed you too and, and he has all this everything that we spoke about it's all you understand I'm doing my research I and mean, to him it's all it flows it flows he was bucking Shas and Paiskim as I told you last week and as uh, Nussan Kamenetsky says in Making of a Goggle, he was considered the leading Ili in the literature world 120 years ago. That, 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 that's, that's what it amounts to. And it, it's, you'll see tomorrow. year it's fascinating who this man was, what he experienced and how he could put it together into print. Now, but you see, now you come to the Rambam. This is the Rambam I showed you, that according to the Rambam, even dyeing one hair, plucking out one hair, is anisa dioraita. Well, if it's anisa Oraita, you have a problem already. Ki b'mokam tsa logasu rabbanan is only on the Rabanan.
1: not anisa
0: dioraita. You follow? Yeah, yeah, and and this too, he brings it down. I mean, it's all all part of the uh, uh, the, the whole sugiyah's toilet paper on Shabbos. All right, I don't think of oh, the gemarim Shabbos uh, where where the where the so-called bathrooms were outside the houses, and 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 there's no Arab. right? we live with an neighbor. We don't even know there's a nisa in Shabbos. Uh, I've often seen people claim, "Let's do a uh, survey among uh, the the kids growing up in Ben Brak and and Yerushalayim, and ask them, are you allowed to carry on Shabbos?' It's theoretical to them. They never. We grew up. I mean, I, I don't have to tell you. I I just mentioned on Shabbos, someone was telling me that there's a, going to be a big concert in Yerushur, and and you have to. There. You were there. Well, I, so it was, on, it was yesterday. Yeah, so and when you had a reserve in advance uh, yeah, they let open oh, So it reminded me that I was when, when a big husband came you had to buy a bindle. You know what I'm talking about that no one would know today what this is all going on. And you had a and then was the shaila. Uh, is a man allowed to wear a bindle? What is a bindle? What have to do with a man? What what kind of tachshir is it, etc. Are you sure every kind of Jew was there yesterday, from the Hasidim to the Kipasser uh, 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 I mean, no, God? No, no, but I'll, I'll tell you, the uh, the is today is in the hands of Hasidim. The top Chazzan are my and I had an experience that I can't get over. I, I, I can't go into detail now. I once told the story, it's years ago. I get a call, they want me to be the rabbi, very famous family. They want me to be the rabbi, they're kids bar mitzvah, they're putting us up in the uh, Plaza Hotel in the Great Synagogue. So, you know, if I was 50 years of age to be the rabbi in the Great Synagogue at 40 years of age, would I had a Yetzirah like that. At, I was in my 70s already. And uh, I, I called my, uh, my daughter. My daughter said, Abba, you have to go. These people do good things. I went. And I went uh, it's an interesting story. It's not for now. Anyway, um, I get up to preach. And there's a big choir there. And two-thirds of them looked to me like, and, and I figured, uh, All right, I'll preach. They'll go to sleep. I finished speaking. They mocked me. I said, wow, these Pirche Chazanim are legitimate. It's not like the Chazanim I grew up with, you know, that put on a show. I showed you the source. Remember our burning in Wintersburg when Mesha uh, Aisha came on Shabbos in his car and parked two blocks away. America started to change in the 40s. When the DPs came in, they were hysterical. What kind of phony is this? They used to say on some of the Chazardons, they fall and and they essen a sandwich. You understand? They had, they had in the palace a sandwich. But, uh, all right, these, these, these today, but the bindle, that's, been, that, uh, I, I still remember it, the red bindle, nothing to do with Kever Rachel, but but the, the, then the Shaila, how do you put it on? So if it would be an only east of the Rabbanan, that's it. Can they made, you understand? We but we didn't know the Chazonish then. Today I wouldn't be a big lamb, then I would say. New York City—it all the you know all the buildings there. You have the big uh, It's not a not a, a etc. Uh, and and you know you make kill for a reshita to accommodate with toilet paper, etc. The rocks they use, but but uh, when all is said and done, the Rambam says a Once it's a nisa di oraita very hard lahakel. Okay, that's the Rambam. It, the truth is that most Rishonim don't agree with the Rambam. The rivet right there, the rabad right there already disagrees because of Mishnah, you'll see. It's a world of Rishonim, but what? The Rambam is the Rambam. See, that that much Reb Chaim accomplished that even in so, in other words, on one hand, the accomplished that you don't know how to pask it because it's always you can always get it. But 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 halacha very hard to go against an open Rambam, and and that that that's Reb Chaim's accomplishment. So all right now coming back to the Pasuk with the toeva, so here too you can be Muhammad, look he's dyeing his beard but he's not sitting among women Chazal uh, elaborate that it's shave ben Hanashim etc the toeva is not there if, if you hold that the whole act is because what it might lead to Maybe we can be main killed. And here's where he comes in. And here already, this is what I showed you last week. And uh, there's ample room. What am I talking about? The Bach, they all discussed this in the Aruch. I showed you. What about if it's raining? And you grab a woman's raincoat to cover your head. Right or wrong? Muta or rasa? You grab a woman's raincoat to, to, to wear? And there they're here It's not toeva. It's not going to lead to anything degenerate. And and uh, and interesting here, he quotes Rav Gon unisex. That it could be that rain clothes, there's no Shame isha or ish. It's unisex, but all that would be mutter because there's no to'eva involved. Now, the the unisex is an interesting question. Where do you draw the line? How far does it go? And, And the longer we live, the more modern technology, the more is available that's unisex. I have a problem at times. I see people walking on the street. I don't know whether it's a male or a female. They're wearing pants. The problem that, is they don't know whether they're... No, to. no, I, 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 don't, I, I don't want to go that far. Uh, I, I don't want to go that far, but I I, I I, can tell you when the pantsuits came out, they were not there at Stern College. As long as it's not tight-fitting, I believe the rub was mocked there. I know Rabobadji just heard from my own ears that they, uh, many years ago, again, I'm here since 69, so this must be early 70s, the first time I bumped into Ravavadja, on the radio on Friday, he used to answer questions. And it was just amazing. People phoned in, and he could reel off sauces and and he Paskin him la lacha, better to wear pants than a miniskirt. The miniskirts began in the early, I remember the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Yud Tatkislev, Again, I thank I thank uh, the memory of Rabbi Manny Hols. So he sent me a recording of the of the Rebbe speaking. That's what the Rebbe is talking about. The new he says, Ba' me, I am living it in Yiddish. By me, by me and Shulchan Aruch stayed at the Leil Pesach Kol Amari Harezer Mishubach Kol Amari Ma Bered Um Bahun you you with me, Mark, or I have to translate? Uh, Mark got it, good. Okay, so uh, y- 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 this unisex, you see, it, it uproots, uh, uh, where do you draw the line? I see women, I see regular hats, men's hats. Lo- uh, all right, slightly different ties. you, you got to be crazy. I came in on the to get away from wearing the ties. And here, women are putting on ties. you got to be out of your mind. And uh, and uh, okay, but and but the whole purpose, you see, Rabbi Yechiel Yaakov, he brings sources now that are very very powerful. Uh, Purim, you all know the Ramad. I don't know if the we mata men to dress like women, women to dress like men, right or wrong? Purim, an open halacha. Uh, by the way, I wouldn't encourage it in today's day and age. Maybe in the Ramah's time, he was right. But uh, nowadays, I wouldn't encourage it. Siman tof reis And uh, why, why is it muta? Because the Ramah says, lishem sincha. So you see that when all is said and done, the fact that the Torah stressed the word eva if it's not a toevah, if it's l'shem, simcha muta. Now, then Rabbi Chilak, over here he brings the source. This is uh, heavyweight. This is heavyweight. <laughs> Boy, this is one of our real problems. Tell me, I come to Michala. I start teaching there. I was here 69, 69. I, 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 I reveal secrets at my age already. Little the secrets out. So, I, uh, R- Rabbi Ademan, again. it's ancient history for you guys, for me I'm, I'm living it, Rabbi Eidman was in America, he headed up when Mr. David died, he took over Mr. David's position running the yeshiva. Why was he in America? Because if you get a doctorate, you get extra money here, follow? I, have, I got two masters because I was a naive kid, the, the, they wanted an MHL, I was interested in Jewish history, an MA, so I did both today with Seicha I would have gone make an exception for me I'll get you needed a master's to get smicha from YU you in my time I'll get an, an AMA they would have said fine but I got both thank God I got both do you know why? because kefel ta'arim every month I get ex, until today I get extra money in Israel because I have two degrees that overlap kefel ta'arim so uh, Ruby went back to America to get a doctorate. So he had to work and he ran. He was my boss. My my final few months of teaching, my final year of teaching in in reeds in America, Ruby was my boss. So Ruby said to me, You're going to Naliyah, go to Rabbi Koopman and tell him I sent you. So I go to see Rabbi Koopman and uh he offers me a full job. I tell him Rab Yehuda, I, I signed a contract with the Encyclopedia. He says, "Well, in Israel, we don't keep contracts." But I was too American; I couldn't do that. So I, I, I BMT, B BM, and everything is Mine. God took me by my crooked nose and led me, plain and simple. So two years later, when when the Encyclopedia ended, so I told you, they offered me a kept, offered me a real position with. Two thousand lira a month, money, real money, and uh, by Israeli standards. And I said, no, I have to go back to teaching full time. Uh, you know, and personality-wise, I knew where I belonged. So I go to Koopman and and I. He offered. Then I started a partial job. It wasn't a full job. The next year, he was full. So I started teaching there. And um, a year later, he. St- divides me up between the Israeli because I began Israeli and gives me Americans, the Angler program, whatever, chutzlat, machal, so uh, a girl comes over to me Ugh, I can't forget this, Rabbi. I have to talk with you privately I must put on Tvili I must put on Tvili and uh I start talking with her, and she said, look, I daven three times a day. Um, I think I'm on the level. So I told her, look, if you're gonna put on tefillin, I know what you're telling me, she told me, mi chobatsho, quoted the Gemara, the daughters of Rashi, so they say. And uh, I told her, you have to do it, but sneer not in public. Don't make an issue. But I want to talk it over with Reverend Lichtenstein. And called the Babe, as we knew him. And Aaron said to me, look, uh, I'll agree with, with what you're saying. If you feel, if we say no, we're going to lose up. I said, that's my feeling. So we told them, okay. By the way, I met her many decades later in Kew Garden Sills, hair covered, four little children, and I walked away and said, oh, I can breathe easily. Now, can a woman put on tefillin. Michal Bachel put on tefillin. V'lo Micha Rabbanon, the Tagum Yonatan Ungulis, Yonatan Ben right on the pasuk we quoted forty minutes ago, lo yieguluyin that sits to fill in the hinutikone geva al itata, Tagum, Tagum Yonatan Ben that the whole lease of lo is a woman is forbidden by the Torah to put on tzitzit or to put on tefillin. And here you have Michal Okay. So you see the pshat has to be it's not for toeva. That lo here here is Lashem Shemaya. Now I have to dive. I'll, I have a lot of דבר on this. Uh, I, I, I'll just one drop of insight. I may be right. I may be wrong. But Michal bat Shaul, she had masculine characteristics. When um, David HaMelech is dancing, remember bringing back the Aron Hakodesh, she rebukes him. Tell me, most women, to see people dancing, L'shem shemayim. They'd be in tears. They wouldn't rebuke. They'd be emotionally inspired. A man has less emotion. So you see, there's something in doubt that lended itself to Tzvillin. But I wouldn't encourage it. And, but th- th- this problem is a real problem. The whole problem today with Simchas My My wife is very... If you ever met a conservative woman with a small c, it's my wife. She, halavai women wouldn't leave the house. My wife says the rambam was raped once, once or twice a month. That's it. The, uh, and, you, and you know my button, the rambam, what's shot twice? That there was a suffix with chkits at the first tefillah. So she had to go back a second time. Okay. But the, my my wife, but I understand. My, my women, my daughters, by the way, I like my wife. I have to say she raised beautiful daughters. I have no share in it. But already, already my granddaughters-in-law, there may be some mixed feelings. And some might really, they want to dance concert, some Why not? See, this is... All right. Not the rub, By the way, was very opposed to dancing in the shoe. The rough felt it's not proper. At one hundred percent, not proper. But and and that Rabbi Meiselman quotes, and it's correct. I know. I know it's a fact that the rough said it. I know to whom he said it. But you see, you have to have a, a dinut here. It's not so simple to answer black and white. You have to know the person, the circumstances, the surroundings. Also important, but Rabbi Chiyon Yaakov says that you see here that if Micha bat Shaul put on tefillin velomicha bar rabbanon, it shows you that despite the targum, under certain circumstances, we would say it is permissible. It's very, very important. Now, the daughters of Rashe I have to say. We don't. Ha- it's not like an open Gemara. Uh, people say they put on filling. Could very well be what it means is they were on a level that they could have put on Tfillin. You follow? But with Mikhul Bat Shaul, it's an open Gemara. Once it's an open Gemara, uh, it's you. You can't. You can't, re- you, can't reprim- you can't rebuke it. You can't neglect it. You can't leave it out. Ar- this is an open Gemara? But that that has to be the Pshat. And if so, when a person is dyeing his beard for a, not to look like a, not to be involved with a woman, with Toeva, but he's dyeing his beard for positive reasons, could be we can be made kill. All right? He goes on and on. I mean, this is not simple. It's all because of the Rambam. The Rambam holds, in, he said, right. Wow! I showed you the Rambam last week. Yes, yes, Norman." So I can see why a dressing could be a toeva, but why would being a man fulfill be a toeva? Uh, so it's very simple. If you stress the fact of toeva, then tfillin could never be a toeva. Uh. But if you say it's a masculine act, which a woman shouldn't do then it's forbidden. That's exactly, exactly the point. Exactly. Um, listen, we have that every month, the women of the war. And and you see how it began and what it's developed into. I'll tell you, when it first began, my own feeling was, Macha shvaig. let them do what they want. They're in the women's section. <laughs> we don't, shouldn't get involved because the minute we oppose them, it strengthens them and all the, uh, f- f- I, what word should I use, all the the, the the woke generation, whatever you want to call them, they'll come to their side. That's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. It became, a course, celebrity every month from now, if you know the news with the shots, with the bill, with a criminal offense. I mean, these are not, not, not simple matters, but uh, we... Baruch Hashem, we will go further, the covered to the feret, uh, but we pay a price. What the, God should have mercy on us. Okay, but that's exactly exactly the question of what does that mean to Eva. Now, then he makes another point. subash everyone can see that you are wearing a woman's clothes. Everyone can see. With dyeing your beard or pulling out white hairs, who will know? The only people who will know will be those that knew you before. But most people, it's not like woman's clothes. You're not advertising that you're doing an Issa. See, this too is an interesting point. And even people who know you from before, well, you get used to the new look. I've had uh, students, feminine students, who did nose jobs. Believe me, after a week or two, I totally forgot what they looked like before. You, know, you look at the face, you forget to know. So you see, this too is a factor. That if it would be permanent, it's one thing, but if it's something that is only ad hoc and afterwards forgotten, maybe there's no prohibition. And here he quotes the Minchat Lazav. And I have to tell you, the uh, Mint is the Munkat And I have to tell you, I laughed when I saw this. I couldn't believe it. I'll tell you why in a second. What is the mint Lesser doing? has the following Shireh. And it came back from the Hasidic world. A Hasidic Jew, half his beard turned white. And it's embarrassing. One half black, one half white. And the Shaila was thrown around, the minchat Laza dealt with it, and the Divrei Chaim, the Chaim dealt with it. And by the way, the Sri Yaishe is bucking in everything. Bucky in everything. He's Ke'ein Vaji Yosef. And uh, very embarrassing. And the minchat Laza came up La muta. Mutah. He, he's embarrassed. It's hurting him. The Tosfat we quoted, it, it's, it causes him Tsar to look like this, underlined the word Tsar, and he was here. Now, why, why, why did I laugh? Because believe it or not, it, there was a shtick pulled exactly like this. What happened was, we uh, my senior year in high school, I was in a college year. This was the greatness of YU. I assume even today it's possible, I don't know, but uh, I, I was in Rav Noach So here I am, a senior in high school, with a whole group of freshmen and sophomores in college, and Rav Noach Bonstein, as you know from my sharem, the top Talmud of the Briska Rav of the And Rav it was, Noach, it was a sad story. I write about him in Washington, what he would have been in Europe, and in America, you know, he never, he never had the brin, to totally conquer America. He was caught where he was with us, with a bit of cynicism. Students took advantage of him, so he had one rise, come to class, and uh, he decided to play games with the Rebbe. What did he do? He shaved, he he grew a little beard, and then he shaved half of it off. And he was sitting in one of the front seats, sitting with right next to me actually. And he's looking at the Rebbe, part of the shield like this, and part of the shield like this. And you can see Reb is looking at him, and he's, what's going on, you know, is troubling him. This is exactly what the Minchat Laza is talking about. And the Minchat Laza halachalamaisa, that he was willing lahatir. But he had one problem, the Divrei Chayim acid. And if the Divrei Chayim acid, he didn't have the, I would use the strength to go against them. He said, halacha, I can find many, many reasons, Lahatir, but if the Divrei Chayim Asad, I can't be Matir. But even he, in theory, was on the side of the Matirim. Also it shows you the stunts of the Divrei Chaim, his position, rab Chaim Halbishtan, Godol mei Rabin Shemal. And uh, he was the father of the Shintzeva, Rabbi Cheskel Halbishtan, this, this uh, dynasty, comes back to the Kloisenberg Tyson with the Satma, the title bands. uh You're talking... A world that is no more. Uh, so Alan you'll say, but there is a Satya. In Williamsburg and up up upstate. They have as much scheikis to what was as I have to the Chinaman on the moon. Uh, Natan Absolutely true. Sons, all right, Munsi, Natanya, but not what it was, not what it was. Uh, uh, the, the, but it shows the divrei chayim couldn't be made. So I can tell you there's another a mark. What kind of matzah do you eat on Pesach? Machine matzah? Okay, look into the divrei chayim. You'll understand why there are many Hasidish. and By the way, it's not so much halacha. It's, it's deeper than that look into the Debrei uh, A lot has been written, Hatam Kamus Imodi, doesn't want to reveal, oh boy, what's been written, trying to understand why did he asa the machine matsat. Okay. Now, come back to the problem that we touched upon the last two weeks. If this is the case, I'm quoting now from the tour in the Shulchan Aruch and Yeridaya. The Yimlikeitz Saal Lavan Mitoch Hashachah Chayev Mishum Lo Yubash Keva Umitamze Ashur Lechistakel B'Mareh Lefi Shelchul Tachshit binashim. Im Lo Ellie, you looked into a mirror this morning. We Banishilo. Oh, you would, did years. you hear did you hear the last week's share I quoted from the Silver era? They broke the mirror in the Sakmirov's house, a disgrace that there should be a mirror there. I heard uh, that and metal ledge. We spoke about that, we spoke that no, that's last week's share, the week before. Metal ledge. Shabbos you're going to be a murderer with Shabbos, that's his Anissa, But we're talking Looking in, looking in to see if your glasses are on. Your, the, I don't like to keep them They usually the to check their phone. We spoke. That's boy, it, 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 this gentleman has exactly my name. This is Aleph Rothkoff talking to Aleph Rothkoff. Exactly, Eliyahu Rothkoff talking to Aaron Rothkoff. Aleph Rothkoff, back in '69. They used to confuse the mail and the mechash tar. I would get his, remember, the bank letter, the mortgage, you got mine, I got yours, all right, no secrets in Israel. But we spoke about that, all those gemars. But coming back, coming back to the mirror, aye, but here, Rebbe Phil Yaakov is very powerful. See, here, he shows that the Rishonim who differ with the Rambam are correct. It cannot be an the araita. It can only be an Issa Why? Because the Torah equates the mirror with plucking hairs, with shaving, with all that goes with it. So tell me, if it's an di de'oraita, remember the sources? They were matiah for Rabban Gamliel, matiah for all the Tanoim Amarayim who had contact with the Gentiles. They were allowed to look in a mirror. Alan Blau lives in Borough Park. He doesn't have to look in a mirror. It's al a Egeit, all right. So his is on a little backwards and the yama is a little tilted but when he moves to Woodmere, Lawrence, Beverly Hills, North Beverly Hills, Yiddin Vein, and all and Alla, they live all over the finest places. Ah, there he's allowed to look in the mirror. If it be in the writer, how are they mocked for Rabbi Gamliel and his children and his contemporaries who deal with the Roman government Norm Schloss is going to Washington to meet the president. He's honoring the OU. And the OU has picked out some of its top mashkikh. Um, Ellie, you don't know what a thanks we owe to Norm. Coca-Cola, Keshulah Pesach. That's the man who does it. Just got back from Ireland. No, no. Oh, he's meeting with the president. Oh boy, his wife puts him in front of the mirror, the kippah right, the tie right, the jacket on right, the shirt button properly. Wow. But if it's an Isidro writer, how can you be mad Then, then, Then then he goes further. You see, everything we spoke about. When else can you look in a mirror when you're taking a haircut by an Akram? Right or wrong? We gave the sources last week, two weeks ago. Why? Ah. So now, it's not so simple. What's the proof from there? The reason you're looking in the mirror is that he shouldn't shekht you, he shouldn't cut your throat. All right. That, even if it's an writer, but sakhanet uh, nefashat. Sakhanet nefashat. So... There you may not have a proof, but nevertheless we see that the trend is l'hatir. And if there be mater under these circumstances, it has to be a Rabbanon, not the Orita. <coughs> now, at the end of his shiva. He gets involved with the Tzemeh Tzedek. And uh, he, here with the Tzemeh Tzedek, uh, this is my student, Rabbi of, uh, Wiener of Canasi, not you, but my Talmud in Kenasi, Moshe. So you all know he's been conducting a campaign uh, against his Rebbe who put him on the path of Torah that every Jew has to have a beard. All right, we battled back and forth. He made me famous. Remember, he put the whole country's... Mama, what I said and what he said and, uh, on, on uh, Chabad Online, and it's very powerful because there's the, the, the big pictures. Yours truly, uh, and his picture with the beard down to his belt. All right, that belt once saved me one time in uh, in uh, uh, the, the, Rabbi Twesky, uh, one second, in Hanof, the Boston the Rebbe, Rabbi Horowitz, Rabbi Horowitz, the Boston the Rebbe Shtiblai, for a moment, I was saying Kaddish for my father, and uh, it was one of their many minyanim. but some Baal asked me, went, where's your gato? I pointed to my belt, I said, Baruch Hashem, I have a gato. They tell me, Rabbi, that in Bernard Darrow Graduate School, one of the teachers was uh, a Hasidic guy. And when they would dab he take his tie and tie it around as a, uh, as a gatel. Take apart his tie and turn it into a gatel. Professor uh, uh, Yankla Elman, Yankala Elman, Levracha. So the Tzemach uh, Tzedek from Lubavitch. And uh, I'll give you the source, I'll tell you where to find the source in a minute, in a few minutes. But uh, the Tzadik held that shaving is tilbash. Women, and where does he get it from? The Gemara discusses beit shechi. Women shave under their armpits. Women shave their legs. It's a whole industry today. I, I have a talmidah, uh, a, a, a She's a cosmetician, I think it's called. Uh, here in Israel, he said, that's A naked, that's Don't misunderstand me. But that's a panasa. And uh, women, all women, uh, we, we we don't uh, shave our, our, under our armpits. We don't shave our legs. We're, uh, so this is a man, this is a woman. So you're not allowed to shave. Not allowed to shave. And even where it's a scissor action that Senat was still Asad, even Hitani, By the way, and his whole concern with shaving just supports what I tell about Moriah Rebbe Rav that when Nurelko, uh changed, remember we had Remington and, and Shik, and it went back and forth, the blade and the guard, back and forth. Norelko came out, It's in a circle, it's round, okay? The record came out like that. And uh, I brought it in. 57, it had to be 58. And I said, Rebbe, look, they've changed it. Uh, Can we use it? He said, "Show, show me how it works. And I opened it up, he opened it up, he looked. He said, I don't see a problem. It's the same principle. You can't, the razor alone doesn't cut, and the God alone, the razor will kill you, and the God will do nothing. But together it works like electrified scissors, except it goes in a circle instead of back and forth. So, and that's what the Rav Paskin mutter. And there were no considerations today, people a head with the hairs left, not here, that didn't enter the picture. The question was, and you see here from the Tzema by the way, with the Tzema I have to be very careful when I tell you Lubavitch, because there were two Tzema There's an earlier one from, from the German area, from Ashkenaz, also called Tzema uh but that, that, that's not the Lubavitch. Lubavitch is about 100 years later, but whenever you quote, you have to distinguish between the two. So... Uh, the tzemach tzede comes in with with a whole new Issa and uh, Lo Tilbash. Yeah, yeah. Targum Yonason that you quoted says that on there also. I I cannot what you're saying. The Targum Yonason. Yeah. On uh, the Yibash, it says also about uh, men shaking is the Yubash. Yeah, he says it there because he doesn't quote it here. But all right, that's interesting. The Targum Yonason that I quoted. Yeah. Because there I saw... Because oh, he quotes it here. I, I didn't look at the original text. I'm quoting it from here. But interesting. that they, 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 So that would give proof that it's an upsetting. But But uh, Rabbi Yul Hil- Yaakov says, women don't have hair on their face altogether. So how can you make the analogy? In other words, where a man and a woman have hair, it's shaykh to say... That all right, she shaves, we don't shave. But where the woman doesn't shave all together, then how can there be a shilu with the man? Zelachud v'zelachud. And and he adds on about the Tzema Tzedik. Mikomakom rotsani l'motschot halamikilim b'ze. Shegiluach hazakan b'misparayim te'inkar. That's exactly the Rub's words. but when it comes to the face, Shain Lachem Zakhan. And and uh with that he attempts to refute the Sedek now then he comes to another point that we mentioned a few weeks ago remember the way hair grows the skeinim the gemurin and what does it say there that these skeinim were cutting hair shaving so what do you see from there if people do it it's the practice for males It's permissible. And even if the skanim, are they Jewish or are they not Jewish? But on that level, they're human beings. And it's a question, male, female. And even if they're not Jewish, but they're shaving, it shows that men shave. If that's the case, then all men can shave. There's no prohibition. It's not Vush isha. And he says, I'm not postulating lahalachah, like Yaakov says, but yesh makon lahakel vechenim higugul kulam yachat af bi Yisrael v'yein mochen biyadam. And that's the way he passes the halacha. Now, halakha lamaisa, there's no question that the Sri comes down on the side of the mekilim. And with all the questions involved, looking in the mirror, uh, dyeing the beard, plucking out white hairs, with all these questions... If it's not Lishem Eva, but there's a tzorek, a need, we can be made him. At the very end of this long tshuva, you see something amazing, which I referred to last Monday, and here it is. Everyone thinks of Echiel, Yaakov, Weinberg, Slabatka, Musa, his essays on Musa, Everything he wrote about in, today in La Prakim, it's been republished in the early edition. Was in the Sridayesh. As I told you last week, Rav Dov Kants' five volumes of Ruach Hamusa and Pumas Hamusa, the basic sources are Rabbi Chil Yaakov Weinberg. And even the musa which is a very important volume, which unfortunately, because we live in an art scroll world, uh, they haven't republished. It's interesting; the four volumes on Toldat told what do they call Tolda Hamusa, were republished, but musa they left out. But the reason—remember, I spoke with you its a very basic, important reason: Lo nitna Torah laMalache are we obligated to open up the Pandora's box, our minds? A uh, Talmud wrote to me just this week that he was studying uh, this psychology, social work, but he didn't go through with the self, what do they call it, self-analysis, I don't know, what was the word, where you have to go through your own... Uh, psychological makeup. What's the word they use um, for it? The, the, the psychodynamic the, 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 the analysis. Psychoanalysis. Well, of yourself. That's yes. what. Okay. And he, and, he, and, he, and he wouldn't go through with it because he uh, was frightened by the results. And I've seen too with the many people who have PhDs in psychology or, 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 or uh, have a medical degree uh, in psychology. Uh, at times you can see there's a little gap opened by what they went through on themselves, on themselves. And uh, that whole analysis of opposition to Musa, because it required you to start wondering, well, am I a Baal Am I not a bowel diver? I walked into class, people stood up for me, don't stand up for me. They still stood up. I carried a a, 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 a Gomorrah. You're standing up for the Gomorrah. You're not standing up for me. Do I really mean it or is just a from baba? It's not real. You, you, so you open up a Pandora's box. Why did I say this? Why did I think this? Why? why? Do I have a right? Am I showing off? Uh, why am I standing such a long Shmon Esrei? People should look at me. Or am I really sincere? It's, uh, th- these are difficult questions. <clears throat> that all goes back to Rabbi Fiore Yaakov Weinberg. Now, leaving that apart, he got more out of Shlopatka than just Masha. And here you see his there are herets for his Rebbe, Reb Moshe Mordechai Epstein. If you recall, a week or two ago on the Monday class, I gave you some details of Rav Moshe Mordechai Epstein. You're dealing with brother-in-law to Rabbi Zalman Melzah. These were from the Frank family. Rabbi take Frank is a cousin to the family. They're all interconnected. Rabbi Baruchowitz, the Aksat of Rabbi Sheftel Kramer, laid in New Haven, establishes the first yeshiva in America that was Kulo Yeshiva, had no secular studies. Later, that yeshiva gives birth to Baltimore. It winds up, in the, I, I can't go into It goes to Cleveland, And from Cleveland, it branches out to Baltimore. And Baltimore took off. Except it's not like Sheffield Kramer envisioned 100 years ago, um, or close to 100 years ago. Because of all the yeshiva in America, Near Israel is the closest to YU, in the sense that they have formal programs with Johns Hopkins, and their students essentially have a degree beyond the yeshiva. Essentially. There are some that will go into business, have parents, in-laws, etc., don't need anything else, but others, there are endless lawyers who are graduates of Nei Yisrael. You have medical doctors, graduates of Nei Yisrael. You have mathematicians, graduates of Nei Yisrael. Rav Rabinovich, Rav Nachum Rabbeinavich, Zeichat Tzadok was a Gadol Shebe G'daylem, was an near graduate with a doctorate afterwards. And it's certainly in Israel a tremendous broad vision. So at the end of the tshuva, he says, After I wrote this chiva, I chanced upon, the tshuva tlevush modechai lemaran, Hagon Reb Moshe Madachay Epstein, my Rebbe in Slabodka, that I eati, kigamoviyu Rebbe Hagomzal, was asked about a pakid, shehut tsurach letspoesharo kideisha pakid, for who he tear below thick pork, and the classic question. Mark, you've applied for a government job. They can only hire people up to the age of 55. Well, your beard turned white. You're 45, but you look like you're 65. Are you allowed to die a beard? This was the Shida, the mother Chaygat, in Slavatka, and he was Slavorov. I mean, he was both. He, 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 he succeeded with My Donashevsky, but, but when he was essentially the Rashishiva Hashiva there, and he permitted the Samachti Ma'od Shekabanati Ledat Mariu Hagon And then he says, although my rebi didn't cite all the sources I'm citing in this Shiva, it was much briefer Shiva, in his Gaonit it he was machabed to everything I said, citing so many rishonim and achronim. And if he was Matya, I certainly can be Matia And and he says what the Pakid should do should tell them clearly how old he is. Don't judge me by my beard. Don't think, and why is it very important? Because even if you dye your beard, someone can say, you look 50, not 45. Tell them how old he is. And shelo v'hashem Mishki Ot. All right? Ad three-day Eish, I want to go one small step further, and um, I'll I want to stay I'll pick up next week before I, I go beyond this. Stay is also very fascinating. In the state of Israel today, as we adjust to uh, the new world we're living in. So, some of you know in the United States it took hundreds of years to create a rabbinate that could speak in the language of its generation in Israel it's very fascinating you have a similar trend and you have the chief rabbinate Then you have Tzohar, and uh, you have Beitilil. I'm not totally involved on the rabbinical scene here, so I don't want to give out grades. But there's no question that the chief Rabbinate is the more traditional. Uh, Tzohar, I think it views itself like the Rabbinical Council of America. And uh, Beit already is more towards Kova V'etorah. Don't take me literally, but this is the, the with my hand on the pulse, this is the feeling I get. Okay? So, uh, Rabbi Greenstein, who works for Tzohar, my dear Talmud, Ben Talmud, sent me a tshuva that this Shiloh came up in Beit Hillel, and uh, the person who wrote the tshuva died quite young, a year ago, Reb Norwich, uh, and under 50. I remember when he died. And he got the same shila as a man allowed to dye his hair. Is it considered normative today for males? Or is there still a shiloh of bash? And he quotes the Rambam again that I told you. That Rambam, he said, you're right, though. but right away the Rabbah disagrees with him, others disagree with him, and he quotes Achronim and uh, the famous Shaila I told you about, that this Hasidic Shiyid, young man, suddenly half his beard turned white. And the, the Rechayim dealt with it. The Munkachah dealt with it. The reason we have this campus dealt with it. Mark, you know what I'm talking about? Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Shaul Natanson, the Shaul You know what Mr. Griss's name was? No? Sh- Yosef Shaul Gris. He was named after the Shaul Umayshif. His father was a Hasidic Shayyid who, his Rebbe was the Shoal Umeshev. And Mr. Griss, when he gave this building to me to give to BMTYU, he had tears in his eyes. We stood at the entrance and he was telling me about the Shoal Umeshev. And he too was Matea. And it's only in Issa the Rabbanan. And letzarech toelet, tzah, it has to be mutter, and he quotes the Sri De'esh, and la halacha, he's mat too, but he quotes the Sri De'esh, Hamachmir tavo Alavracha. What was year? He said he's quoting the Sholom. The was also in the 1800s, the second half and he quoted the... quoted the Shalom Eishiv and I'm, and I'm telling you the Shalom Eishiv was dealing with the same Shila that the, the different... Shredi was quoting Yeah, was Eishiv, uh-huh. oh, yeah, there. And, and, and he was dealing with the same Shilah that all the other post of his time dealt with. Okay. Halakha Lamaisha, it's a fascinating question. Where do we draw the line? Uh male-female, unisex, uh, my wife was, was going swimming in a pool or that, something for women, years ago, and, and there was one lady there, and my wife was appalled, she, she didn't shave under her armpit, and I told you, my wife was so conservative with a small c, male have to be male, female have to be female, but all right, I, I couldn't, I told it, don't lose sleep over it. But it's it's an interesting question, and particularly, uh, I mean, what's happened here with uh, the cannibalism, the, the idolatry worship, it's, uh, it's beyond comprehension. I mean, uh, I, I remember BBC, when we hit the year 2000, I happened to be listening to BBC, here in Israel, I don't know why, I was listening. And they were interviewing people who were over a hundred years old. And they were asking them, what can you say about the last hundred years? And one man, I don't know who it was in England, Leeds, I don't know, Manchester. The man was over a hundred said, I never believed the day would come when human beings could say that two men can marry or two women could marry. And that left such an impression on me. Thank God they're human beings alive. And this is why, she, you know, you say, Shema Shem Hashem achat. You think to yourself, what's the question? Everyone agrees Hashem Echad? No. Today we live in a world where there's no God. And, and 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 even if there is a God, there's more than one. I'm also a God. My teacher is a God. This this reconstructionist Rabbi is a God. We find to Echad look where we're at. And I'm not talking how long, you know, I used to say, imagine we can have a rabbi today who's a woman who's not Jewish, her father was, her mother wasn't, she's a humanist, doesn't believe in God, she's a lesbian, and there are reform rabbis like this, conservative rabbis do probably today. But this is human beings. There's no God left. Nope. I'm the man, I'm the boss, I dictate. I don't have to look up I don't harm anyone I'm a good person don't break your windows do what I want and you destroy lives alright I don't want to state the case more I once was speaking in Woodmere against homosexuality and they told me afterwards that man sitting there his son just died of AIDS you got to be careful what you say in public breaks the heart breaks the heart Shem Echad one. One. Just Martin Torah. And I had the Aliyah. I get too much covered in my old age. It's terrible. I came to old Rifka 53 years ago. Unwanted, uncalled, unsought, unknown. No one spoke to me. All you did not know Rifka, you walked in, you davened and you walked out. 53 years later, Alan, I'm surrounded by students in old Rifka. And even when it's not students, the Gabi... His cousin is my Kalmitovok from America. So I am lost. And I get covered way beyond what I deserve or want. Deserve is Slabotka. Want is Nevatik. My dear students who have honored me with your presence today in the cold and and, and transportation. First of all, Mark, am I going to miss you. Uh, Yomo, do you realize you have double responsibility when Mark gets on the plane tonight? Okay, be aware. Mark, have a good trip back. And uh, your heart is here. And we have to work it out to get you here permanently. But I know the problem. Yes, five grandchildren here, but a few unmarried children in the States. So it's a pull either way. All right. I'm looking to hear good news. Uh, are there any questions from the erudite people sitting in front of me? Okay. Yomo, can you sign me off? I want to wish you all only good news. Our hearts shouldn't be heavy. This was a terrible weekend. And until we meet again in health and happiness, Uh Yeah. Recording stopped. Two stories when COVID started, Women could not go to beauty parlors at all. Right. All people <laughs> have either have blonde. All right. the boots were coming out. Okay, so people with... would know the, who was what. Right, okay. Uh, okay. uh when I go to a plant, I have to wear a hair hairnet and beard net. So I was with a colleague of mine, and there was one guy working a in plant, not a hair anywhere on his head. He had to wear a hairnet. Hair. Uh-huh. So my friend said, Why do you have to wear a hairnet? Because all the others workers will say, how come he doesn't? And we do. So, so I ev- turned to one of the women and said, according to that, you should have to wear a beard neck. <laughs> and she said, I will quit this job before <laughs> I have to yeah, a beard neck. neck. <laughs> and then she said, but I know one woman who really should wear one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Baruch Hashem. Are there any questions from around the world? Vic, Vic, I didn't <coughs> saw Vic, but he disappeared. Uh... Vic, is everything okay? He doesn't hear me. All right, uh, all right. I want to thank everyone who joined us from afar, and until we meet again in health and happiness, das verdania. Okay.